What's up, everybody? Welcome to The State of Wild, episode 77, a regular YouTube video web series podcast thingy. My name is Meowth, and as usual, I'm joined by my two good friends and co-hosts, Raffle and Corbett. How are you guys doing tonight? You know, I'm doing good. We got some uh, news late in the week that it was a bit of a surprise, and uh, maybe gives us a little bit of hopium for the uh, the format. So I'm riding that high, and uh, looking forward to more details in the coming days, actually. Yeah, you say you're two good friends, Meowth, but we'll see by the end of the show just where we land. Um, I don't know. Very depressed about the changes. No, uh, very happy to be talking about Wild. Somehow, um, my enthusiasm for Wild has come all the way back. And it's because Standard is so much worse right now. Um, and so, you know, just when I think I'm out, they just suck me back in. I'm ready to talk about everything with you guys today. It's all part of their plan, right? They saw you leaving, so they had to make Standard mm. horrible so that you had no choice but to come back, right? Of course. Yeah. I, I will say... Super hyped for the announcement that Raffle's hinting at, and we'll hop into it for the first part. But I made a tweet, I think like two weeks ago around the new year, and I was like, Don't worry, guys, the next balance pitch is going to change all of these things, is it's going to save the format? And people laughed at me for, for being on that hopium. And you know, I just got to say that every once in a while, it does pay to, to buy that good hopium instead of the crappy copium. And uh, I, I think I, it did I'm... finally pay off. <laughs> I didn't think that your tweet was actually sincere. I thought you were memeing. Oh, it was 100% <laughs> a meme. It was 100% a meme. Okay. Okay, just so we're clear because like you're you you're trying to take credit for this and I like no, no dude. you you you, you can't. plan both sides. You you out. He always ends up on top. Just playing yeah. both sides. You have to exactly, take advantage yeah. of this as a content creator. You're never wrong. Come on. All right, before we get into this thing that we keep alluding to, we have to get uh, our housekeeping stuff out of the way. So first things first, if you guys enjoy the podcast, whether you guys are watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of good stuff, just leave a like, comment, subscribe. It's a small thing, but it does actually support us a ton. Yeah, you can support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash stateofwild and pick up some sweet perks in the process. And you can always come join the State of Wild Discord server to come talk about all things Wild Hearthstone with the rest of the community. All right, let's hop into it. We've been alluding to it a ton already. Uh, we got a balance patch announcement. The announcement of the announcement, I guess, is mm. the way that we should phrase this. Uh, so on the 14th, uh, we got a tweet from the Play Hearthstone website, uh, Twitter account, rather, uh, talking about this huge Battleground patch that's coming on the 25th. Um, in addition to all of that, we are getting this patch is going to include balance changes for Standard and Wild, new mercs, huge duels, up, duels updates, and uh, and more. The big thing that we latched on to, wild nerfs, they're coming. We don't, or I guess wild balance changes, which is best why we don't know yet. Um, but we did kind of get soft confirmation um, from a awesome little meme from Ixar uh, that Sorcerer's Apprentice might be one of the cards uh, getting touched in this upcoming balance change on the 25th. I know, I, I gotta just start with Corb. I mean, we have to assume she's getting deleted not buffed somehow some way um how are you feeling bud you okay what you're trying to steal all the hopium for yourself come on what are we doing here me up um i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna plan on doing some celebration mage content in the next few days i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait until the official announcer comes out maybe she's just gonna be turned into a three matter card and we can just like all pretend that it's an earth or be drekthar people it'll be great um <laughs> but I, I don't know what they're gonna do they have a lot of options i think but, um, you know, it's it's time. We had a really good run with Apprentice, and we had a lot of memories and a lot of nutty evos, and uh, it's time to say goodbye. I, I think the proper term is it's uh, time to say good riddance. Uh, this is probably... Rude. 
<laughs> not probably this is a, a long overdue change um you know i've been pretty vocal about the fact that in just about every single um mage combo deck like the one universal factor is sorcerer's apprentice and everybody always points at uh, different cards as the supposed like problem but it's like well if this is universally the enabler of these cards then how is it not apprentice that's the problem like it's it's pretty clear the the mana cheat is was and always has been the problem things like ignite flame waker and even sanctum chandler are symptoms of this problem not the problem itself so um hopefully they do so i mean it seems likely that they do something to address it uh hopefully it's enough to like um i don't know martian has a very good take on this where like he's kind of hopeful that they nerf it to the point where it doesn't um it doesn't enable things like ignite and APM mage, but still allows like the nostalgic players to get um, their Exodia mage fill with Uncle Tony and that kind of thing. Which I mean, that deck's mm. pretty far beyond meme with a uh, two mana sorcerer's apprentice. I can't imagine a nerf that doesn't like I don't know that makes that deck any more playable than it already isn't. So like uh, yeah, I, I I don't know just. I don't, for the for the health of the format, I think like doing something about Ignite Mage is necessary, and um, especially if you know there are other wild balance changes that include nerfing some of the the faster decks in the format that are maybe like good into Ignite Mage. We don't want to like slow things down and just have Ignite Mage run rampant. So this could be a sign of other things to come too, and that may be me reading too much into it. But like, I don't know. Without Pirate Warrior and um, Odd Hunter. Like, there would be a significant uptick in um, Ignite Mage, I imagine. So maybe this is like a, um, you know, a proactive me measure to avoid that. Yeah, do, before we move on to other changes, do we want to take bets on what we think the Apprentice change will be? Anyone have any strong, strong thoughts? I think that they will listen to Martian's guidance and wisdom and make her a 4-mana 3-2. No other changes. Yeah, I I could I mean four mana, three two, probably, like kills the card, uh for what it's doing now. It would be close if a three mana changed it. It certainly would. Three mana would um definitely for like most typical builds of ignite mage because he wouldn't be able to like tutor specifically the um the apprentice off of the uh, uh the four mana card anymore, um. But, like, I don't know, the spell version that people are using to cheat with would still be able to work because it's just running Drek'thar and um, Luna, so that wouldn't address the, the cheating problem necessarily. So I think I think 4 is probably the breakpoint if it's just a mana change, and then there's always the option for not less than 1. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just looking forward to any change, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it'll probably be the not less than 1. If I had to guess, but I mean, we'll find out ourselves very, very shortly. Yeah, I would. Or maybe they're buffing it. Maybe they're buffing it. No, I don't shut know. Shut up. Maybe, maybe it's... Don't, don't even go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I, I think the best case scenario is that they take it to four, but I could 100% just see them saying, screw it. We're destroying this card. We don't want it to exist because it's just, it, it's existed in its current form for way too long. And I could totally see them just saying not less than one. And the, I don't the know. problem is. In hindsight, the the problem I see with the not less than one right now is like there's that zero mana spell. How does it? How is that gonna? What's gonna take precedent there? Like um, for the 
reducing the cost of your fire spells is they're going to be some weird aura thing i mean but involved. i think it's fine i i think there are other like precedents for that where it'll just cost zero like our apprentice was can't reduce from one to zero but if a card already costs zero then it'll just stay there right i guess i was more thinking from a mechanical perspective like or engineering perspective and like how you program that card and yeah. either way um, there's precedent it's probably fine yeah I, I think either way that it does kill ignite mage whichever nerf that they do do um i know we we always preach not to read too far into things and then ruffle went re really far into things about potentially a, a warrior and pirate warrior nerf or uh, sorry a hunter and a pirate warrior nerf i i don't know about the questline hunters in standard but i know that it's very popular in stand uh, pirate warrior is very popular in standard at lower ranks if i remember correctly um that's really bad it's really I, bad that's what i've heard yeah. right like i've heard it's really popular but it's not very good so like well it's uh, kind of complicated it's it, yeah. it, it's kind of complicated because it, it does perform fairly well right now at lower ranks like it's a tier one deck and that, that's kind of dropping over time at lower mm -hmm. ranks it is tier four at high ranks it is genuinely unplayable like of an absolute fraction of a percent of the meta no one plays it absolute garbage so it's one of the more like strange decks we've ever seen like it's very common that we see decks that are um high skill cap and get popular at high ranks it's very rare that we see decks that drop off this hard at like tier one at like bronze and then tier four unplayable garbage at high legend so it's kind of a complicated one yeah well i guess i bring this up because we normally say that like if they can make balance changes to a thing address things in standard that'll also impact wild that's usually what they tend to do i don't know that either of those two quests need adjusting in standard and so i mean first of all do you think they'll do anything about pirate warrior and hunter and wild and if so what do you think they're going to do uh, it i guess it depends on what their expectations are for when they what they what happens when they nerf uh rogue right because we've seen this in the past where even in standard they make proactive changes where or, or especially in standard rather they where if they nerf one deck um understanding that you know decks are going to that maybe had bad matchups into it or were being held back by this deck are going to start running rampant and being in a similar position they nerf something in anticipation of that so like it is possible that like depending on how many changes they're making uh, which we don't know yet, or what type of changes they're making. Again, we don't know the details just yet. Um, that like maybe they deem it necessary for uh, Quest Warrior to get hit, even if it's not performing at, at higher ranks, because maybe it'll. Like I'm looking at the HS replay data, and they have it as the best deck um, right now on across all ranks. Um, so it, it is performing well for some people. Um, so I don't know. Maybe their internal data. It, is similar to that in some way that uh, they feel the need to, to make the change. Um, honestly, that's that I would consider the worst case scenario. <laughs> I would rather see wild specific changes to or, or like like a potential ban than something that maybe slows it down by like half a turn. Uh, just because I don't think that that's going to be enough necessarily. The, the problem that I see with um, the question wild is that a an aggro deck shouldn't have inevitability and like it's frustrating to not be able to outvalue an aggro deck in in the late game if uh if you're trying to play something slow and controlly so um i would rather just see a ban i um i don't think either of the cards that we're talking about like hunter and warrior should be changed because of standard like i think 
they're perfectly fine. And I think if you do end up doing like warrior, even for the um, like lower ranked reason, I think that just completely nukes the class into complete and utter unplayability. Um, it's just not really worth it to delete a Hearthstone class like that when it's not really a bounce or play pattern concern at all. Um, so then we get into like the wild specific stuff. I don't actually think anything in the current format justifies a nerf based on their general uh like the precedent they've set for what they want to hit in wild when they've made wild specific changes like i don't think there's anything in the format that is so egregiously a power level concern or a play pattern concern like i think odd hunter's pretty gross and it's like on the cusp and the closest one but it's not like odd hunter's vomiting a whole bunch of stats into play and making these blood bloom type boards or these like degenerate type of gameplay that we've seen with things like dark lair and uh naga sea witch like it's kind of just a like a burn strategy and we've never seen them like go after that type of deck something that does kill on turn six seven without being mana cheating based um even like pirate warrior i find pirate warrior actually not offensive <laughs> among the uh among some of the stronger tier decks and i don't think pirate warrior is really a step above a lot of other stuff in the format right now at least not like by a huge margin so for me if they do nerf something it would be a bit of a change in balance philosophy especially if they go for something that isn't just hunter so i don't really want to speculate like i can't really speculate too much about the nerfs because i think that if they do nerf something between hunter and warrior it would be different than any nerf they've done previously for wild so raffle was um, making so faces yeah. raffle was making faces so i think he heavily <laughs> disagrees with you and I think a yeah, lot of the people yeah. that are commenting on videos in, in the Twitch chats might disagree with you about just, I guess, the play patterns and, and power levels of those two decks. Well, mm -hmm. I, I think that, like, player sentiment is a pretty good indicator for it. There's something with the, the play patterns of these two decks that isn't, uh, you know, necessarily enjoyable. So, um, you know, for whatever it's worth, player sentiment does matter and is something that they have to and have in the past weighed in terms of uh, balancing the game. And I don't, like, yes, we haven't had, or there's no precedent for a nerf that was simply just, like, this deck too strong in Wild. It's always been something, like, unhealthy in terms of the, uh, or, like... Or just insane know, population. Right. Like, like complete yeah. warp. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's... it's I guess other than like Dark Glare the first time around was the uh, the one example of that, but that was a pretty you know unique case. But I think we're arguably in a very similarly unique case here, where again you know we've been in the situation where like the like the last time we did a meta report or like a full BS report, like we talked about the the triumphant of decks, and we've never had a situation where three decks and it still kind of feels that way at least in terms of population and uh, player sentiment that like three decks have a complete lock on the format and um are kind of pushing everything else out and um so i think we, yes there's no there's not necessarily precedent for changes to these top decks but like we're in unprecedented times so um we could we could see it and and on top of that there's been change in the um in the design team that uh, maybe uh, previous philosophies don't remain because like personnel has changed yeah very fair i mean i also kind of want to go back to cora's tweet i that this really may be reading too far into things but that tweet that cora had where she said hunter 
uh, sorry, no, she said Mage and Warlock are on their radar, right, as being too strong. And then she also followed it up with a Shaman Hunter Warrior comment. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm being real with you, I could see five balance changes for specifically Wild. Um, I could see a ban to the Hunter and Pirate Warrior quest lines, right, and or changes specifically in those decks, right, like Rapid Fire, for example, um, or maybe Anchor. I don't know what they would hit in the Warrior Quest. I really don't. Um, and then I could see them deleting Sork, right? I could see them somehow reworking something in Warlock because it's in that same conversation. I could see them hitting something like Defile or Cobalt Librarian as a way to like future-proof Warlock moving forward, kind of what they mentioned in that tweet. And then Shaman. I know you guys have been complaining about Flurgle Talks for, like I said, you guys. I know Corb has not been a fan of Flurgle Talks, I, the, the streams that I've watched um you you've been kind of a, an avid proponent of maybe that needs to be be getting nerfed as well so i could see them touching those three classes and then pay, potentially just deleting the quest lines this this really may just be reading way too much into Cora's tweet but i could i could really see and i would not be surprised if those were the changes that we saw i would be surprised if anything got changed in warlock and just where it is right now i could maybe mm-hmm. see future proofing it but i don't think that they're do it i don't think that's a thing that they're necessarily going to do for the wild format so i think it's i would be surprised if there's a change in the in warlock that being said we've talked for a very long time about something that we don't know really anything about and we won't know until the uh, the 20th when we get the patch notes again this balance patch is not dropping until the 25th so we do have another at least at this point 10 days until we actually get to see these act uh these changes live in action um but yeah let's move on to the the next part uh of the show the part that we had planned for because we hadn't uh we didn't know that this announcement was coming uh where we're gonna get on to part two of our discussion that we started last week uh where we were talking about potential reverts for the format um because the next expansion coming in about two and a half months uh we're gonna get a huge unnerving and we always like diving in to see what potential tools that we could be getting into the format and you know whether we should be or <laughs> or should not be. Um, so I just want to repeat a lot of the kind of assumptions and ground rules that we covered last week before we hop into it. Um, so first things, we're assuming that none of these cards, specifically the stuff in the core set that we're going to be talking about today, are not staying or becoming a part of next year's core set. Because if they do, they are balanced for standard. They are very likely not going to get unnerfed if they are standing staying in standard. Um, and then usually the cards that do get reverted are kind of one of two things they are cards that people really used to love playing in standard before they got nerfed uh, specifically nostalgia sakes or cards that got nerfed because of standard that were perfectly fine power level and wild um that after they got nerfed never really got a chance to see play um and so when we're going through this discussion we're going to be talking about three main things we're going to be talking about what the potential unnerf would look like would the unnerfed version of the card see play anywhere and, and where would it see play and then whether we would personally like to see that card unnerfed in three months or not. Um, so today we're going to be talking about two things. We're going to be talking about Dark Moon Fair, the last of the three expansions, as well as cards from that core set um, that might potentially be getting changed out uh, for the next year's core set and things that might be getting changed in there, as well as touch on some of the cards that are wild specific, right? They've already rotated in the past that didn't get unnerfed when they did ro- uh, rotate. So the past couple of years... And just kind of revisiting them to see if they could be worth unnerfing at, uh, you know, current day wild. I've talked a lot. Let's hop into it. Dark Moon Fair. Let's start with Demon Hunter. Ilganoth. 
the Lifesteal OTK Demon Hunter that was a staple of the standard format for the better part of a year and like three or four months, like ever since Ilganoth came out. Uh, I think eventually, just recently, got nerfed from four mana to six. Are you guys in the same boat that you would like to see this get reverted from six to four? Uh, yeah, not only am I in the same boat, but I think this would be a huge miss if they don't unnerf this card. Um, of which I know there's probably going to be some commenters that are unhappy with me saying that, especially those that like have had to deal with this in standard. Whereas, I, because I don't play standard, I I haven't. But like you said, this is a this is a deck that people really liked. Um, they didn't like losing to it, so there's a, like obviously an audience that does not. Uh, like it but like it's a very nostalgic deck they played with it for a long time it took a few hits eh, over the course of it but it was like never really fast enough for wild so um i don't think that there's much risk in unnerfing it for the the wild format at least in the short term i mean long term it depends on how many uh lifesteal cards or like similar um like doubling moarg spell damage uh type uh effects they add because of the way that um lifesteal scales so quickly uh, but short term, I don't think that there's any harm in doing this, and um, I I don't know. I want to I want to play the deck <laughs> in in wild and like you know I I, I want to try it out to give it take it for a spin and see if it is as fun as uh, some of the GMs used to make it look. So um, yeah, I'd be I, I and most importantly, the reason why I think I consider would consider it a big miss is you lose the opportunity to draw people into the wild format that were like uh lifesteal demon hunter mains in standard and want to be able to play that deck um you know moving forward so because of the nostalgia attached to it i think that you absolutely should uh unnerf this card yeah ruffle i thought you were gonna say you wanted this unnerf so you could play it in wild without people saying but this is a standard deck, Ruffle. Um, so, but yeah, I, I would definitely love to see this. Uh, the Demon Hunter card. Let's give Demon Hunter cards. Um, I never really got the chance to play this very much. I was very out of tune of standard at the time. But like you said, a lot of people loved it. Um, totally think it's the fine to have like OTK strategies um, that are like turn seven, eight, nine in wild. And if it's any quicker than that, yeah, whatever. But I think it'd be cool to just give DH as many options as possible because God knows that it needs it. I, I'm looking forward to 5-mana Skull Gul'dan with 4-mana Ilganoth and potentially a 4-mana Polkelp and be killing people on turn 6, turn 7 consistently. But, like, is that... That's, like, worst-case scenario, right? Where you get all these cards right. on nerfed and you're, like, turn 6, turn 7 killing people. But then you have to, like, think, is that much worse than the current OTK decks that we have in the format with stuff like Pillager Rogue and Ignite Mage? And, like, best-case scenario in that case is even if the deck does do that, it's not very good and people can just play it because they liked it in the past. And, yeah. you know, that's the point of Wild, right? So True that. All right, let's talk about the next card from Darkmoon Fair up for reverting. Uh, deck of Lunacy in Mage got neutered from 2-mana to 4 because of standard Spell Mage. And I think that was the only time that we saw in a Grand Slam see play in standard was off a of deck of Lunacy. Um <laughs> I know, Raffle, you've talked about this before, but you're you're a big fan of Deck of Lunacy at 2-mana, right? Yeah, give me this card back. Um, the card's always going to be worse in Wild than it is in Standard because you have a wider card pool. You talked about in a Grand Slam. The reason this card was played and was so disgusting is because you could all but guarantee that you're adding copies of the Grand Slam uh, 
to your deck. There are a lot more 10 mana spells in Wild where it's inconsistent. You don't always get the thing you want. And, um, you know, like I said, it gets worse over time because more cards, more spells get added. So I think there's no risk in this. This is never a problem in Wild. And I just want to do some goofy things with Deck of Lunacy because it's fun. So uh, let me have this and let me do it earlier in the game so that I actually have a chance of scamming some wins uh, with, like, like, it's basically... It turns into Mage Renounce Darkness. Like, it's nonsense. It's not a good card. And the only reason it was a good card is because of the very narrow card pool that uh, Standard had at the time. It's also the thing where, um, like, in, like, in, like non-coherent, like, random mana cheat is a thing that can work in Standard, but it'll never work in Wild. Like, you can't, you can't, like, consistently win if your deck doesn't make sense in terms of synergies and stuff, and you're just, like, cheating out a bit of mana and things like that. So it's not going to be a balance concern. It's fine. Put it in Wild. It'll be fun. Like, Kalseth isn't an issue. This isn't going to be an issue. Even if it was very, very strong and broken in Standard at 2 mana, um, it'll, it'll be perfectly fine as a meme thing that people can try, or a, or a sweet ruffle video or two. True that. Alright, so let's move on to the next card here. We've got Priest slash Warlock. Let's talk about Hysteria. So Hysteria actually got nerfed twice. So it originally started off as a 3-mana spell that said, choose a minion. It attacks random minions until it dies. Um, that quickly led to Tiller Warlock Hysteria in uh, in Wild. I, I mean that in both senses. Both the card and just absolute shit show of the format for a couple days there. Uh, where you would make the, the Wretched Tiller immune and it would attack 30 times and your opponent would eventually die uh, after they sat there for six minutes of animations. So they quickly nerfed that to Hysteria only being able to target enemy minions. Okay. And then it was still pretty damn strong at three mana, so they eventually nerfed it to four. I think Hysteria is still pretty freaking good at four mana, even in wild. So I'm not super excited about a potential revert for this. I don't know if you guys disagree. No, you shouldn't change this card. It's it's still super strong at four mana. Like, um, no, no. Both of those classes have enough high value removal, and they're still running a four mana hysteria. Like, absolutely, do not change this card. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Cool. Great conversation, guys. Thanks. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about the one that I think a lot of people, myself included, are maybe the most excited for uh, as we get to Rogue here. Nitro Boost Poison. Uh, specifically for Kingsbane and Odd Rogues. Uh, used to cost one mana. Now it costs two. I mean, yeah, I got nothing. I mean, Give it back. <laughs> this nerf hit like twice as hard as like a mana nerf normally would because not only does the mana go up, so Odd Rogue obviously can't play it, but then it, it costs more and it is much harder to corrupt. So it's just like, that's like a double feels bad, man. So hopefully, yeah, I would like to see this come back. I'd, I don't know. I I kind of miss Odd Rogue because it it was a deck that uh, at least gave the semblance of playing fair. Nitro was really broken, but I'm totally fine kind of having it back. I think um, I wouldn't be shocked if they try not to do this one because they don't want to you know keep pushing super super broken aggressive stuff. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. But I I really had a great time playing both King's Band and Odd Rogue. It made Odd Rogue feel super super fun. Um, much more like damage and draw heavy and burst heavy and stuff like that, and I really like it. And Rogue's been in a pretty shitty place for a, like some time now, in um in Wild at least. <laughs> so yeah, I guess overall I'd lean towards yes, but I don't actually expect them to do it. All right, hot take. I think a lot of people were just kind of assuming that it was going to get unnerfed. Um, I will say 
did we ever get any clarity on the interaction with Secret Passage and Nitro Boost? Because I know there was a lot of claims from both sides, whether it was a bug or not, and that whether it was supposed to stay in your hand once it got corrupted. I don't know if we got any clarification on whether... Because I know they've made a couple changes to both the corrupt mechanic and Secret Passage itself, of whether it'll stay in your hand once it's corrupted or not. Yeah, I don't actually remember that, just because the card hasn't seen play since it was nerfed, so, like... Nobody, nobody's there to test it for all I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't remember either, sorry. No, how dare you? I guys not know this, come on. But I, I will say, I know you said not wanting to push the super broken aggressive strategies, but like, I mean, my philosophy is always just the more viable decks, the better, right? And it feels like Kingsbane Rogue and Odd Rogue are not super strong slash popular right now. Um, and Nitro Boost would be a nice addition to those and make them better decks. So I'm down for it, and I know a lot of people in the community are down for this, but like you said, I mean, now you're, now you're in my head, and I, like, now I don't know if I expect them to unnerf this. I mean, it, it was like the best card in those Rogue decks. Like, it was very... Well, in Kingsbane, it was very strong. In Odd Rogue, it was straight-up best card, not even close. So... I don't know, like, there's always kind of a bit of a danger when you're doing that, and I think you tend to have a bit more of a ends-justify-the-means approach than I do, like, philosophy-wise, like, you'd rather just push the archetypes no matter how, you know, like, within reason that they get pushed, whereas I'm kind of like, if they're going to push it by making a, the best card in a deck, then maybe that's not the most rewarding gameplay or the best, you know, way to go about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, I, I guess they can probably do it, because how much damage can, like, Odd Rogue really do? Like, really? Well, this will make it do four more damage. Well, yeah, okay, technically, yeah, if we're counting, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, yeah, I mean, maybe the philosophies are a conversation for a different day about the decks themselves, but, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways, let's go on to, uh, the next deck. Uh, do, why, why, do you, why is Deck of Chaos in here? What, why, what? Because I did the uh, Dark Moon Fair section, and I just wanted to troll you guys. Uh, successfully <laughs> trolled. Well, they all, yeah. Well, it, it got nerfed from five mana to six mana, um, right? Yeah, no, totally. It's that deck of chaos. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. so yeah, powerful. It was had too to broken nerfed. on release. That's that was right. the joke. It was patched so fast that um, I can't even remember it happening. That's how quick mm -hmm. they patched it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, that threw me for a little bit when I saw that in the section. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the last card here for Dark Moon Fair. A very, very short <laughs> section. Um, Crab Rider. This is maybe a very controversial card here. I I will not say anything because I am a paladin <laughs> apologist that wants this card back. I'm just you guys can continue the conversation here. I don't know that I want this card back. I think that um I as much as I enjoy some of the decks that included it, I think that like um <sighs> It made me remember why I hated Call to Arms so much, because when it, Call to Arms was initially released, it was a competition for who could draw the first and the most uh, Call to Arms in the mirror match, um, and who could hit the most and the first um, like knife jugglers or ship's cannon to decimate the opponent's board with the um, like with the the cannon shots. And Crab Rider just feels the same to me. It's just like. Um, because I drew this card first, or in, in this case, it's almost like if I get it down second, I swing the board back into my favor and then I win the game. Like, I don't know. I don't like how matchups are predicated on drawing or summoning a single card like this 
to just buy back the board in kind of a, a pretty gross way. So um, I'm not sure that, like, again, I really liked Rush Warrior. Uh, Romanu, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I kind of hope Crab Rider doesn't come back. Um, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know about Crab Rider. I'm, I'm feeling very mixed about it. Um, just because I do think that the decks that are pushed were generally pretty cool and it kind of enabled a lot and it was just a generally, you know, very flexible card that kind of like found its way into various R-types and stuff, which was great. But it is also like a snowballing, absolutely disgusting degenerate card where it just solos opponents by turn four all by itself if like had a left unanswered. And that was pretty filthy gameplay. Like I remember playing as Reno Priest and your opponent would drop a Crab Rider on turn two as like hand buff. Or tax paladin, that is buff it, buff it, buff it, die. Like if you just don't have that shadowed pain answer, you, your portrait blows up, which is kind of gross. Um, so like I said, a bit mixed. Uh, I don't even know if there's a, like a clean way to partially revert it. Like if you make it a one three, like does that even make it, gets it removed by a hell of a lot more than it did it for? It does. Yeah, so that's kind of like a thought. Like you give it permanent wind fury as a one three, but then at that point, is the card just too different? Than what it used to be it, it right. like a different stat line and stuff it feels a little strange and that card would still be bonkers in uh hand buff yeah maybe yeah. i mean i i will say counter counter to raffle's argument there about just the play pattern like ain't this the same pl play pattern for for ship's cannon and i don't really yeah. see a ton of people clamoring for ship's cannon nerfs and <laughs> okay, I, I mean, cannon is a dumb card too i think that so that's what makes device cannoneer a dumb card is that like it just like creates this gross lock on the board that swings back the board with a single card that what what not only does it swing back the board but like it gives you a board advantage from a situation where you were losing the game and i do not like cards that that do that that make it that immediately turn from i'm losing this game badly to i'm now winning this game and and that's what that's what crab raider does that's what ship's cannon can do that's what knife juggler used to do that's what uh, device cannoneer does that's what the uh, second stage of the um the warrior quest line does and those are all things that i just tilt me to no end like if i if i have a massive advantage a single card should not be able to um not only remove that advantage but also give the advantage now to my opponent i think that's silly and remove your tempo while developing their own ruffle. Mm -hmm. yeah. I will bring up another point here where let's say Hand of a Doll stays at plus two, plus one. And Conviction stays at two mana. Do you think Crab Rider at that point then is still super snowball-y at two mana with a nerfed Hand of a Doll and a nerfed Conviction that you could maybe bring up the point of, okay, yes, it'll push these Paladin archetypes in Hand Buff and Tax Paladin, but it'll also bring back all of these other decks, right? It'll bring back Murloc Shaman, Murloc Paladin, uh, Rush Warrior, right? It'll bring back... It'll be a really, really good card for all of these other decks. And yes, it'll be strong in these decks, but it won't be as snowball as it used to be because we're not reverting the nerfs to all these other cards that synergize with it really, really well. Yeah, no, like, I'm I'm in a very similar spot to, to Corb on this where, like, I, I think maybe I wouldn't like it, but I wouldn't be, like upset if it happened just because like i do like some of the um the archetypes that it was included in it wouldn't be similar to like that call to arms on nerf where like i just get this visceral reaction like i think it's a cool card i think it just got abused and you know if some of the cards that were uh 
that were used to abuse this card are no longer as powerful as they were, I think it would probably be less of a concern. So of all, like, if we're considering this a Paladin card, of all the Paladin cards that could get unnerfed, this is the one I'm most okay with, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, Conviction isn't rotating, so we're kind of safe on that one. So it's just for like now. Hand of a Doll. For now. For now, yeah. I mean, if, if you're like, if you're not changing Hand of a Doll, then yeah, it's a lot more palatable to me. I think it's, like, fine. Okay. God. If I had to decide between Crab Rider and Hand of a Doll, though, ugh, it would probably still be Crab Rider, though, just because, like I said, mm. more it goes in more decks, and it makes a lot more decks better, and Hand of a Doll is still playable at plus two, plus one, even if it's mm. not as broken as it used to be. feels bad. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that'll wrap it up. Darkmoon Fair. I mean, looking back, I actually didn't have a ton of cards nerfed from Darkmoon Fair. Uh, at least while playable nerfed cards. Uh, so let's move on to the core set. So the core set's going to be a little bit weird because there's going to be a lot of cards from old classic basic um, and cards that you are very familiar with that they are technically up for reversion if they leave that core set. Right? When they leave that core set and go to the legacy set... Uh, they are going to be wild exclusive cards. And so I think we've had a conversation about a lot of these cards before, so we don't need to spend a ton of them or a ton of time on some of them. Um, but let, let's start with the Demon Hunter cards specifically, because these are the ones that I'm the most interested in, given the fact that like half half of Demon Hunter got nerfed <laughs> from that day one deck. And so let's start with uh, Battle Fiend or Battle Friend. Uh, it used to be a 2-2. A one mana 2-2 that scaled. Uh yeah, they never learned their lesson from Mana Worm. Uh, it got nerfed to a 1-2. Still a pretty damn good card in Odd Demon Hunter. Uh, if this left the core set, would you guys be okay with it coming back to being a 2-2? So I'm a big fan of like giving Demon Hunter cards, uh, but I don't think we need to give Demon Hunter broken cards to do that. Like uh, Battlefriend is already doing the thing that it's meant to do as a card, so like I don't think we need to do this. It's also... I mean, you, I guess you could say this for all of the Demon Hunter cards, but it's also been a 1-2 a lot longer than it's been a 2-2, so I don't think you like lose some of that nostalgia associated with it. It has the same effect. It effectively does the same thing. I think we can just leave this, and like it'll be okay. Yep, totally agree with all that. Just leave it as is. It's fine. All right. What about Crimson Sigil Runner? This is the 1-1 that, when it is cast from Outcast, it draws you a card. It used to be a 1-minute 2-1 that drew you a card. Uh... I mean, I don't really think the stats matter too much on this outside of Odd Demon Hunter, but that stat in Odd Demon Hunter is relevant. Uh, so yeah. would you like to see it go back to being a 2-1? No, no. We don't need another Cobalt Librarian. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's it's fine as a card. It's a it's a one-mana novice engineer. Like, that's already good. What if Cobalt Librarian got nerfed, though? <laughs> I... I don't think we're living in that world, so I don't think that's it relevant. It could be that all. Warlock change that Cora was talking about. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, I don't know about Crimson. Um, it's really fine just being left at a 1 1. I think it's actually been a, bit, a little bit of an underrated card as a 1 1. Like, people were very, very quick to cut it in Odd DH, but it always seemed to perform fine, like, as one of the 20th to 30th slots. So, eh, like, I, I can go either way. I don't really care too much about this. Um, I mean, it was too strong at 2-1, and so if they ever want to bring it back in the core set, which is kind of like the, the difficult part, right, about this whole set, is that these are cards that they've identified as core set cards, and so they're probably not really looking to revert them even if they do rotate out to wild, because there's always a chance that they want to bring them back if they've already chosen them once before. 
So in general, I think with core set cards, they're probably much less likely to change them anyway. But um, yeah, I mean, leaving Crimson as is is fine, I think. All right. Uh, I mean, Aldraki Warblades is the next one I want to talk about here. Uh, it used to be a 2-3 lifesteal weapon for 3 mana. It is currently a 3 mana 2-2 lifesteal weapon. So if we ignore the lifesteal Demon Hunter package, right, of Skull Gul'dan, Ilganoth, things like that, we're just talking specifically from, like, aggressive Demon Hunter decks, would Aldraki Warblades be okay as a 3 mana 2-3? And would you even play it now that we have that new 1 mana 1-3 weapon? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, but probably not. Like, in if you're talking in an odd Demon Hunter, like, that, that weapon, that honorable kill weapon is pretty good. Um, but so is healing for four um, while dealing four to the opponent. So uh, every turn <laughs> for three turns. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I say go for it. I don't think that this was one of, like, the... Like, this was just another strong card in a sea of broken cards so i don't know that i don't know i think it'd be fine um bring it back i want to play happy ghoul you know i was <laughs> gonna bring it up and nobody else did yeah yeah i love happy ghoul yeah. happy happy ghoul odd demon hunter with warblades and then the next card here i beam uh so i beam used to cause zero when you outcast it it got nerfed to one um, if you guys don't remember, I beam had a pretty funny interaction with Baku, where like in your opening mulligan, if I beam was in an outcast spot, I think the game saw it as a zero cost card, and therefore your Baku yeah. would not trigger. We never figured out whether they fixed that interaction or not, by the way, because they nerfed I beam to one, like outcast cost one, and so yeah. we don't know if the game just saw it as a one mana card or if it's still gonna uh, be coded as three. Uh, but regardless, I beam. Uh, coming back, let's talk. I mean, we could talk about it in two pack, uh, two frames of minds, right? Of the lifesteal Ilganoth deck and just like aggressive Demon Hunter decks as well. Yeah, I think in either context, no, don't don't make this cost zero because uh, <laughs> like this is one of those. This is one of the bigger offenders of like the the broken cards in those early Demon Hunters, and then especially if I'm going to propose unnerfing some of the uh, the lifesteal or the um otk demon hunter cards we we can't have zero mana i beam on top of that um so I, it, like it's a it's a fine it's a good card at uh one mana like no things things should cost mana in card games yeah i, th I think it's fine where it is i have such fun memories of this card because of playing it in that broken odd dh that you're talking about i remember like a game against memnock where we were like ranked two and three legend both of us like fighting it out going for rank one and we both bugged out because of the I'd been bug in the mirror. And so we both were playing just normal hero powers with Demon Hunter. Uh, so yeah, some good memories with that. And, you know, let's keep it as memories. We don't need to change this card. All right, fair enough. And, and the last Demon Hunter card here, potentially of her version, is Warglaives. Uh, so this has got nerfed a lot later on um, than all the, like, day one Demon Hunter nerfs. Uh, so Warglaives was the 5-mana 3-4. Uh, if you attack a minion with this, you can attack again. And so you would combine this with your hero power and you can like get through spreading plagues or you could like clean off three minions and then go face for five damage. Uh, it was a very strong card as a 3-4 weapon. It did eventually get nerfed, um, I believe, to six and then got reverted when it went to the core set. Partially reverted, I guess, as a five mana 3-3 three, three weapon. Um, so I guess we can talk about it in two frames of mind of six mana Warglaives, <laughs> which I think would not see any play at all. 
uh, because it's not odd-costed, and kind of 5-mana 3-4 Warglaives, um, and whether 5-mana 3-4 Warglaives would be okay in, in current Wild Hearthstone. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, 5-mana 3-4 would probably would be okay, but I see this. Uh, this is like... This is like the Demon Hunter card for anybody that's played WoW. So Warglaives were like a very popular weapon, or the Warglaives of uh, Azanoth were a very popular um, weapon that dropped off of uh, Illidan. So like this is going to be a card that's perpetually in and out of the core set if it's not always just in the core set. So I don't see them changing it, but I it, it would be fine. It's a five mana card in you know twenty twenty two wild, so it wouldn't. It would still wouldn't see play in Odd Demon Under, so sure, do whatever you want with it, but I I doubt it's anything's going to happen here. It's kind of an interesting card in Standard where they've had it's, I've had like a really difficult time I think balancing it, where they, like they've tried a couple versions now where at five it was broken, at six it saw no play, and at five in its current form it sees no play. So I kind of wonder what they're going to do with that. Um, if it proves too difficult and they want to rotate it, then I think it's fine to just like revert it to how it originally was. Um, but, I mean, hey, maybe it's fine also just having, like, a weaker card than standard, like, just because it's an iconic WoW um, sort of mechanic and things. But, yeah, if it did rotate, um, yeah, I'd be super happy to have it back, I think. Uh, wouldn't be too much of an issue. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our next class here. Uh, let's talk about Druid. Uh, every time we talk about Druid Reverts, we have to bring up this kind of package of Innervate, Wildgrowth, Nourish, right? The the ramp package for Druid. Innervate used to restore two mana instead of one. Wild Growth used to be 2 mana instead of 3, and Nourish used to be 5 mana instead of 6. So I, I really don't see them rotating any of these cards because the ramp package is such a core identity for Druid. Uh, but if they did revert any of these cards, which of the three could you see them potentially reverting? And would the reverted versions see play? Uh, Innervate will never get changed, and it never should get changed. Um, the other two... I guess I could see, but like I, I like you said, these are such core pieces of the Druid class identity. I don't ever necessarily see them rotating, or at least not for um, you know multiple years at a time, to the point where they would get a revert, unless they print something um, you know similar to to replace them. At which point, it's just like I don't know. It seems kind of uh, redundant to do. So yeah, I don't see any of these changing. Um, honestly, Wild Growth and Nourish probably would be relatively safe changes for the wild format, but these cards aren't really going, I don't think ever going to be aimed at the wild format. I think Nourish would be possibly fine. I think wild growth would still be broken. Like even in, in, even in wild, I really don't want to see wild growth happen. I know it's a card that a lot of people seem to always really be clamoring for. Like they really want to be able to wild growth on two, but you know what? You can go play classic because I don't want this in wild in the current year. Um, Nourish, I'm not sure. Like I said, it seemed like a little bit of play in standard, so they probably won't touch it. Um, but if they did rotate it and they were, like, done with it forever, then I think at five it would be fine. Yeah. I do still remember... God, I don't, I don't remember who it was, but somebody did um, did some math and was like, Wagroth on two, even in wild, was one of, like, when you played this card on two, it spiked your win percentage, by, like, on curve, I guess. When you played it on curve, spiked your win percentage so high it was like one of the cards that when you played this on curve it jumped your win percentage by like i mean 25 i play it i play zephon two every matchup every time <laughs> just for wild growth on three like um i don't know wild growth on two is just, it's so broken it's so busted 
Yeah. Everybody always tells me what an idiot I am when I play Zethlon 2 for Wild Growth on 3, but I do it anyway because it's a phenomenal play. Yeah. You can tell those people never played OG Hearthstone and didn't know how broken Wild Growth was. You can tell. You can also tell that those people never played Zephyrus on 2 into Wild Growth on 3 because <laughs> it would be apparent how strong of a play that is in a, in a lot of decks and a lot of matchups. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's uh, let's move on to Paladin here. Uh, Paladin, we're talking about equality. So I, I think equality originally got nerfed from 2 mana to 4, I believe. And then when it got included in last year's core set, it got buffed from 4 mana to 3. Would you guys be okay if Equality leaves that core set? Again, this is pretty iconic Paladin card. I don't know about its WoW applications, but I would be surprised if it left the core set. But if it left the core set, would you guys be okay with it coming down to two mana? I think it's fine at three. I think three is a good uh, like balance point. The card was always kind of like it was always broken. It was just like you know hidden by the fact that Paladin didn't do a lot of other broken things. Uh, that now that Paladin has more cards, I think, in two mana. Um, like, can you imagine a two mana quality in, like, Tax Paladin with Jugglers again? Like, no, I, I don't I don't think we need to do that. I think three is fine. I would be I don't want to take away... I don't want to take away Odd Paladin's broken stuff, you know? Like, remember how concerned we all were about equality in Odd Paladin? Um, don't no, don't uh, put me in that group. I was, it, I, from the beginning, I was like, you all are idiots and insane. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, you're on your own there, Ruffle. Um <laughs> I think that equality going to two would actually be totally fine. Wild, like, I think it's the type of card where I'd be much more comfortable with it coming back is a very powerful thing just because it is like a defensive more reactive more situational sort of answer it's not like just proactive tempo it's not damage it's not mana cheating and that's the type of card that i am fine being very powerful i think uh with reversion so yeah i'd be totally fine with the quality i don't think they're gonna do it obviously but yeah be fine i guess with in a world where bear of exists as a card you're probably safe to make your quality cost two mana right right so i think that's fair yeah, a quality of two with stuff like City Tax and Samuro in like a Reno Paladin list could be pretty hot. Yeah, maybe. Nothing wrong with giving good control tools. Like Wild is going to continuously get more like disgusting in terms of early game stuff. So yeah, like, it's fine. I think the the problem I have with this card going to two isn't in um isn't in control decks. I think that's perfectly fine. The problem is is that uh, control decks aren't the only decks that can abuse this. Like if like big taunts ever come back in um yeah. like giving giving something like tax valid in a way to clear a board full of big taunts is i don't know a little dangerous freaking aggro decks always ruining everything gosh mm -hmm. um a, a priest card here uh shadow form so shadow form got reworked to not give you upgraded shadow form um it, it is part of the core set i think we can just really quickly gloss over this because I don't think it's ever going to get rotated to wild while Benedictus is in standard. Or would you argue that it maybe comes to wild because Benedictus is in standard? I don't think it'll ever... Like, the whole point of the change was because of the existence of Benedictus. So from that alone, I doubt that it'll ever get changed just because of the existence of benedictus no i don't think that like upgrading the hero power would be thus broken for like a three mana play in wild but um i think that that was their reasoning for changing it and so because of that that's unlikely to ever change i don't know 
Such a weird card. Where it'd be kind of really nice if it did give that uh that upgrade. Really like to see that. But um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think I think like it's what you guys are saying, right? If they keep it as is, then no chance. But if it rotates, I think like it would totally be fine, even in. There's no way to abuse this in, like, Shadow Priest and Wild, right? Like, yeah. Would you want to spend two mana to make your next two mana hero power deal one more damage? Is it in your next two mana hero? Well, it's it not your next, it's, like, permanent, right? Well, I guess, you're ne would, would you spend two mana? Because you still have to spend the mana on the hero power, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, big wildfire, right? Or is it... Yeah, basically. That'd be fine, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it might even, it might even fit into slower controlly builds and stuff there might be something kind of cool with that yeah. i remember being so confused when they revealed the change because they hadn't revealed benedictus yet and i was just like why did they do that what are they possibly thinking why would they take away and make it a dead card the second time yeah. um yeah now we know i you remember when we were like super excited about like shadow reno priest until we realized how broken the quest lines were when stormwind was yeah. coming out i i yep. if they if they reverted this i think i would be really interested in playing this in that style of deck where you take I and mean, you could you could like shadow visions and stuff yeah kind of i, I yeah. think it would be pretty it would be pretty cool right because then you would like make an argument of maybe we don't even want anduin in that style of deck because i mean that's maybe pushing it a little bit but we never really got to test it dude that would have been so cool anyways let's move to uh speaking of cool things let's talk about rogue let's talk about prepping cold blood i think we're just gonna skip over prep because prep is it currently is it's still a broken card Coldblood. Ever since Coldblood got changed from one minute to two, I think it has seen absolutely zero play in any format, standard or wild. So would you guys be okay with Coldblood coming back to one mana? I don't think we need one mana deal for in in any format. Like, no. Like, if we're, especially if Nitro Boost is coming back, we definitely don't need to revert to Coldblood. I think if they revert it partially to one mana deal three, potentially... Um, but no, it's completely busted as a uh, one mana give four. Yeah, broken. Got Crab Rider with Cold Bloods. Uh, why did we never play that with. Oh, we never got the chance, right? Aggro Rogue. Because Cold Bloods terrible, Meowth. That, that's right. why. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying, we never got the chance. We have Wicked mm. Tab and Eviscerate. Oh. Yeah. Like no uh, Buff Rogue. Buff Rogue coming up in the next meta. Let's go. All right, let's talk about Shaman. Rockbiter is the, the big one. I think you're seeing a trend of cards that we're probably not happy to see them uh, revert. These one-mana damage spells. Rockbiter used to cost one. Uh, yeah, I think we, we keep this at two. Um, I, no, no conversation really needed for this one, right? Wait, so let's move. Yeah. Uh, Ruffle like, oh, Ruffle. I don't know. Oh. What, what, what's the harm? You give Shaman a one-mana deal three. That's less than one mana deal four. We just talked about giving Rogue one mana deal three. But you have to prep that one mana deal three. <laughs> you don't yeah, have to I, prep this. I don't know. I, I don't see a deck that exists that that would be a concern for. Would you play this in Frog Shaman? No. Are you sure? Yeah, it doesn't overload and Lightning Bolt's just better. But you get to run Bolts, Overdrafts, and this. What other one-cost spells do you run in that deck? Do you run any other one-cost spells? Um, yeah, you want to run Windchill. Windchill's better. What about eight one-cost cards? No, you uh, it's, it's one mana oh. deal three. Like that's such a good rate. I don't know. Not I, if not if the opponent has a taunt. Well, like I would rather just ship that up upstairs with a 
with the damage spells. Right. Like Frog Shaman's already pretty tight. I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. I don't care either way, but but I just don't know that it would be that big of a risk. I think that there's probably like future Wind Fury weapons that might make it a problem because Wind Fury is a very shaman thing. So if you get anything cheaper than a Doom Hammer or um, with like a bigger number than a Doom Hammer um, in the attack region, like it could be risky. But like for now, I don't think there's much harm in it. I don't, but I don't care either way because I don't think it'll see much play either way. Uh, I will also say, we're sending way too much Shaman on this card. It's never rotating, right? Because every class has this two-mana deal three spell. In Shaman, it's Rockbiter. It's it's never rotating. All right, let's start with uh, with Warrior. Uh, Bloodsail Deckhand is up for reversion, uh, potentially, as, as a card that was in the core set. Uh, for those of you guys don't, that don't know, uh, this was a measly two one-mana 2-1 two one, uh, that discounts your next weapon by one. Uh, so much so that they had to buff it to a 2-2. Two two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Uh, eventually, yeah, it got reverted. But sorry, I'm trying to make a meme out of something because we're not going to talk about it anymore. Let's talk about execute. Uh, execute used to cost one in classic. Currently cost two. Another card that's really hard for me to see rotating from that core set. But if it did, would you want it back to one mana for something like Odd Warrior? Sure, I don't care. Like God Warrior's gonna like it's hard to imagine. God Warrior is a deck right now. I I don't I don't know that. Um, like it was an impactful nerf, but like I don't know that speeding up a can a single target removal like this like does much. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, buff buff reactive control tools. Yep, yeah, that would be fine for me. Buff Dead Man's right. Hand. Buff Odd Warrior. I'd be cool with that. All right. Sweet. But yeah. But also, you just you haven't been running this card in Dead Man's Hand for a while anyway, and it's not because of the mana cost. It's just because it's like it's not a thing that the card the deck needs. Yeah. All right, let's start with uh, with Fiery War Axe. Used to be two mana Win Axe. It is currently three mana three two weapon. No, even you. if even if this came back to two, there is absolutely zero worlds out there in the multiverse that you would play this card. Because Anchor uh, exists. Uh, yeah, no, they like it wasn't just because it was a strong aggro card that this card was broken. Every single warrior deck's win rate improved by playing this card on turn two. Like this is this is the wild growth of warrior. You realize that, right? Like but, this is but Anchor. What if you're not oh. running any pirates though? Why are you not running Risky Skipper in your reactive warrior deck? Because you have a two mana fiery war axe. I'm not I don't know. I, I like I think I, I think a lot of people a lot of people underestimated how strong this card was at two mana. It was it was legitimately the, the warrior wild growth at when it existed. I, I don't so, underestimate its power. I just think that Ankar is ten times better than it. That like there's no reason to ever play anything that's not Ankar. Uh okay, I'm I'm not sure because Ankar is completely busted. And uh, I think, like, in current Quest Warrior, you'd probably just be playing the Anchors, right? But I still think we don't really want to bring this back, because in whatever world, whatever deck that gets pushed where we want to play this instead, that's not really, like, a good world that everyone is finding out about, you know? Like, I I don't know. This is a very, very busted card. It's a 2 out of 3 2 weapon. Super, super strong. I think, I think it's, I I think think it's alright just... as it is. If you just compare it to every other weapon they've printed before and after this nerf, like it never made sense for this to cost two mana. So I like 
just where they are in terms of balancing the game right now. I don't see this coming back because weapons are three mana, three twos. Like, there's, I don't know. It would be a weird change. Yeah, it would be very weird. You know what was a weird change? Warsong Commander getting partially reverted to give minions rush instead of charge. I'm going to bring this conversation back up because it sees zero play in standard, from my knowledge. Are you uh, are you guys fans of uh, Charge Warsong Commander coming back? Sure, I don't care, but I would love it. I, yeah, I, I think I would enjoy it too. Like, it's not Patron Warrior is not going to be the deck it was when it was in standard. So just let us play with it in Wild. This was not the reaction I was expecting when I brought this up. <laughs> I was expecting a lot more push. You guys gave me so much more pushback on something like Hand of a Doll last week. I was expecting a ton of pushback about Warzone Commander. We're talking about like a turn eight play. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, well, we have stuff like Ankars and Risky Skippers. Like, I don't know yeah. that it would... Ne- and we have two to the front now. It, it wouldn't like, be a bad deck. And, it like, it would be able to deal with board-based aggro decks. But, like, how many... Like, we're not living in a world where board-based aggro exists other than, like, Fire Warrior. Stuff, stuff that snowballs and happens on turn two is a lot more important than combo that kills you on eight. Right. Um, especially in wild like I, I think this would actually be an incredible change and I really really hope that they do it if they do decide that the war song is completely useless in the core set which so far it seems like it has been um, I'd love it I'd love to be able to play patron and kind of relive a lot of that stuff because I never really got the chance to and I think it's something that would be really appealing and I think it would be nice to kind of give the skipper warrior decks another option because nothing so far has really worked out <laughs> like dead man's hand had a moment where it was kind of almost a tier 3 tier 4 thing like playable-ish but apart from that like charge warrior died off and then ATC warrior doesn't quite work and I think that making like patron warrior and kind of pushing warsong could be really great for multiple uh, multiple reasons so I actually hope that they do this change a lot Again, like I said, this was not the reaction I was expecting. I, I am completely on board with you guys. Like, I am down for a Warsong revert. I was clamoring for it last year. I was like, there's no way in hell they don't revert this. Uh, when we were, yeah, like, I talking. Feel, I, thought, I thought it was this and Buzzard, because those were, like, the iconic. Yeah. Like, oh, this card got Buzzard. Oh, this card got Warsonged. I thought that they were going to do these two. But... Yeah. But we didn't get it last year, so I'm, I'm very, very high on Warsong getting reverted. I am a little bit scared now that they've printed something like To the Front. And I'm kind of now looking back. I know when we were talking about to the front, I was like, why the heck did they give us this limitation? If they revert this, I would be very happy that they gave us that limitation because it could get kind of spooky. But yeah, I don't know. I Like you said, the, the patron warriors, I, I don't necessarily know if it's a turn eight kill because like I said, they've gotten a lot more tools and a lot more ways to draw cards than they used to. So I'd be a little bit skeptical on it being like a turn eight, turn nine combo deck, but also like, a very anti-aggressive combo deck seems like it has a home in the wild format and like i've said multiple times more viable decks the better and this is also not only just a more another viable deck it's a very iconic old deck right that it would re-enable and unless we're completely missing something with its energies i'm just i'm just imagining the to the front like patron frothing stuff and i just i'm excited now and you look what you've done you've, you've ruined this <laughs> all right Hear us, Blizzard. Give us back Warsong Commander. It could not go terribly for the WoW format. And when you hear people complaining about it in six months, we are not at fault. All right, let's <clears> talk <throat> about some of these neutral minions. Let's start with uh, Iron Beak Owl. Three mana, two, one. I think it stays in the core set. They don't really like buffing silence effects anyways, and even if they did, 
I don't think this would ever be playable in Wild, except unless Crab Rider comes back and then you can use this as a way to silence your Crab Riders. I think, like, the, the best thing that um, moving this to two mana would do is it would very much like um, the mana in decrease for Elysiana buffed Odd Warrior. This would buff uh, Odd Decks, so uh, they would stop running a very bad card in their deck. Um, but, like, odd decks don't exist right now so that would be kind of a moot point um i like the the actual concern is that like zephyrus uh like getting the two mana bird off of zephyrus would be kind of gross so um i don't think it's a necessary change they seem to have started valuing silence a lot higher than when iron beak owl was uh initially printed so i would i would be surprised to see this changed and i don't think it needs to be all right let's talk about big game hunter got partially reverted it used to be a three mana four two Kill a big minion, uh, got nerfed to five, buffed back up to four. Are you guys okay with it being at its current spot at four? I actually think it's seen more play at four in Wild than it did at three, from my like memory. Um, Was it ever at three in Wild though? That might be why it sees more play at four mana than it did at three. (laughs) That would explain (laughs) a lot. Yes, this was a very early nerf and. Like they've printed a lot more overstated minions, some of which with the downside to where like that's why they, they nerfed it to five initially. And this card was disgusting. Like it, I'd talk about like this is this is again what I explained earlier with swinging a board state or swinging a, a game completely in your favor. You're removing your opponent's tempo while developing your own. No, that should cost a lot of mana. And I think four is a reasonable place for it right now. Yeah, right. I think the uh, BGH nerf happened when they made the wild format. Like, that was part of that big patch <laughs> they did. So it would explain a ton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a tech card that it, that it saw very recent play in actual constructed Hearthstone decks as a tech card when appropriate. Like, that's where it should be. It seems fine. All right. Let's talk about maybe the most controversial neutral card then. Let's <gasps> let's talk about Gadget Sand Auctioneer. I, I think there's a very realistic chance that this gets eventually rotated out of that core set. Because I, they, they've talked about this as, as one of those candidates for a very, very long time. When this rotates to wild, would you be okay with a five-mana gadgets and auctioneer? Yeah, I would, but I don't think that they'll do it just because there's more in this, more people have seen this card at six mana than five. This is a very, very early nerf. Um, and like almost kind of disqualifies it this would be like a sylvanas a, a nerf or something like that you know where it's like very like very few people actually remember this as a five mana card and and yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's a likely candidate even though i don't think it would be broken in wild at five mana i don't know if they're gonna uh look to rotate it too much either like gadget is being pretty like terrible <laughs> like constantly in standard mm-hmm. but people keep trying to make it work like people keep playing it people keep trying it and that's kind of what you want right for something you want to inspire players to play stuff that isn't really good a lot of the time and uh keep revisiting stuff so the, the rotating core set also makes this a little bit of a less risky card to include in the past because mm-hmm. they can control the spells that are uh introduced through the the standard rotation at the time too so like i think the core set already kind of solves the problem that they had with gadgets and auctioneer in the past it's kind of funny they even like push things like tomb pillager back into standard and it still did nothing whatsoever like giving those extra coins and things um but yeah well to be fair rogue had octobot 
field contact, so there was literally no reason to ever yeah. consider Tomb Pillager and get just an Auctioneer. But I don't think, just because, like, if you didn't have those cards, I don't think Auctioneer is all of a sudden a good Hearthstone card in Standard anymore. So... I mean, I, I anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Either, either way, uh, like, would I like to see it? Probably not, to be honest. I think there's kind of some nasty stuff, and it's already like iconic at six. I think so. I think it's fine where it is. All right, fair enough. That's gonna wrap it up for our core set and Dark Moon Fair. I know a little. <laughs> I know a lot of the discussion about the core set was ah, probably not gonna get reverted. Probably not even get a rotate. That's probably how it's going to happen year after year, right? And then we're, we'll be surprised year after year about a couple cards that they decide to rotate and potentially unnerve. Let's talk about some of the spice, though. Let's talk about some wild cards over the past couple of years that have rotated. We kind of expected them to get unnerfed, or we're maybe hoping they, they got unnerfed, and they didn't. Um, and let's, they, they could potentially revisit these as candidates for unnerfs this year, right? There's no reason that they couldn't go back and say, hey, let's I mean, undo this on. They've done it. They've done it with cards that have previously rotated, and then they they just gave it a year or two. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, let's talk about some of them. Let's start start with an easy one. We talked about this when we were talking about Hanar. I mean, Evil Miscreant used to be a one five that gave you two lackeys when you comboed it. It is currently a three mana one four that gives you two lackeys when you combo it. it this is one of the most meaningless unnerfs, which was where why I was very surprised that they didn't do it last year. Like. I know you were talking about Odd Rogue being an okay deck um, at the time, but like it was it was an okay deck, right? Like it was like a fringe tier one, tier two deck. I don't think giving a one five miscreant pushed it over the top, and so I'd be very surprised if we didn't see this this year. Um, I think what well, I I want to pull pull on the reins a little bit. I would be surprised if we saw any of these changed personally, just because they had their chance and they overlooked them. So. I don't like. I, I just setting expectations. I don't think any of these are going to change. Uh, just, I and I think you, everybody should go in with that expectation that none of these are going to change. That said, um, I don't think it would be harmful if uh, Evil Miscreant changed. I think it would be, like, I, I would be all for it, but I don't think it's likely to happen. Yeah, I think I think Miscreant wouldn't be changed. Uh, part of it's just because one, it's like who cares. Two. I think the one four version is more iconic than the one five version at this point, and so I don't really think there's very much reason to. Give me back my miscreant. You guys suck. Let's talk about Mogu Flesh Shapers. This was the originally I think it was a seven mana three four, right? That got in Shaman that got discounted for every minion that was on board, right? So oftentimes this would come down as like a zero or one mana three four, and then you would combo it with stuff like Mutate or Evolve or I guess nowadays you have Revolve. And you would get an 8-drop most of the time. This is one of those cards that was pretty freaking degenerate in Evolve Shaman back in the day. Uh, that being said, Evolve Shaman's not very good right now. We've talked about Bog Spine Knuckles as a potential buff to that deck. Would Flesh Shaper be a consideration for, for getting unnerfed as a potential buff as well? I, I'm surprised it didn't happen. I think that maybe like the Dark Moon... Um, like mini, uh, like I don't know, like event thing where they rotated evolve to standard kind of scared them off of <laughs> including this. Um, but I don't think it would have been harmful at the time. I certainly don't think it would be now to to change it. So, but 
um, again, because these already missed their chance, um, I'm just assuming I've kind of written them all off personally, but I wouldn't mind a seven mana Mogu. Don't think they'll do it. Don't want them to do it. I don't really like the idea of Mogu being playable. I think that deck is, or that interaction is disgusting. And even if it doesn't push a super, super top de tier deck, I think that Evolve Sham was pretty competitive there for a long time. And it was actually Sleeper really good in Wild there for a bit. Um, and I think seven mana Mogu could definitely, um, push it to the uh push it to being actually quite competitive so i'd rather not see that happen you, you don't want evolve shaman to be remotely competitive again it goes back to what we were talking about mouth uh about the ends justify the means versus yeah okay fair enough kind of worried, being worried about the brokenness so i think it's a super broken interaction i don't want and i don't really care if that doesn't mean evolve shaman's played or not everything has broken interactions the more broken interactions the more you know playable stuff i mean i would our philosophies totally clash. I would be totally okay with a seven mana Mogu. I would totally be okay with Evolve Shaman pile. I, I'd be okay with it. I, I don't know. Evolve Shaman. Evolve Shaman is in that really weird place though, right? Where like, if it is competitively top tier, it, it enters like that standard deck of lunacy conversation of like losing to just randomly generated minions. Whether it's I mean, like, you generating really crappy minions or you generating really really good stuff that your opponent then like can't interact with, I don't know if it's the random variant as much as like the straight up mana cheat. Like the expected mana cheat is just disgusting with something like Hair Mogu or Evolve. Like you get four four drops and an eight drop for four mana, right. stuff like it, that. Like it's the bigger I, issue. I think if anything, it has the um, the opposite um, trend for what a deck of lunacy does, just because like your like things tend to regress more towards the the mean with um in terms of stat lines so if you have a larger pool of cards you actually have a larger uh sampling of like just expected outcomes of vanilla stats plus you know some effect that is rather meaningless so like i think the variance is lower in in, in wild than it is in standard um i mean the the lows are lower and the highs are higher but like the common outcomes are like it, it's honestly it, it feels more predictable um just because like there are more things towards the uh, the middle of the uh the bell curve i guess so um no i like but i don't know i don't i don't have a hard time or i don't feel bad about losing to evolve shaman but it's also not a tier one deck so it's hard to manage or have to assume yeah fair enough i and we're gonna we're gonna have to put it on the docket, our our philosophies about the WoW format because, you know, it's been brought up so many times already today. It'll be an interesting episode, I feel like, in the future sometime. Speaking of future, possessed lackey in the future, five mana. It used to it used to be five mana two two death rattle recruit a demon from your deck, got nerfed to six. Dude, we don't even play void caller anymore. Would we? Would we play a five mana possessed lackey? No. Um, no. You have weapon. Yeah, I, I think you have enough ways to cheat demons, don't you? I, I thought they'd do this one when they had the chance. I was a little bit surprised when they didn't. Yeah, yeah same. It's very surprising to me that they... Dude, I, I can't believe that they unnerfed stuff like Apothecary and then didn't unnerf stuff like Possessed Lackey. It was very it was very weird, weird to me that they chose one but not the other. Alright, next up we've got Faceless Corruptors. So this used to be a 5-mana five 5-4. Five uh, battle cry choose a friendly minion it becomes a copy of faceless corruptor so basically in stuff like odd paladin or odd rogue you'd get to turn five or you on the coin on turn four would turn your one one pirate into a five four with rush and then you get two of them 
And so it was very solidify the board position on turn four, turn five, or use it as a comeback mechanism after already making a value trade with a minion. It was pretty valuable in those board-based aggro decks. Got nerfed to a five mana four, four. This is a card that I think a lot of people kind of had on their list as reverting. Uh, very similar to Miscreant, right? Because it was one attack uh, change. Didn't do it. Would you guys? Could you guys see them doing it this year? Probably not. Uh, but I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be broken. Um, I don't know that it would even be played. But like, I mean, one stat makes a huge difference. I mean, that's. But that. He, it's evident in how much you want and of it all back right so like one stat is a big deal and i think people like underestimate that but um it, it, the, the mana cost is the limiting factor for the card right now you could have put a gun to my head and asked me if this had five attack or four attack currently and i would not have been able to tell you i i i just don't think it matters in the slightest and so right. if they do it i'd be shocked that they even bothered to do it <laughs> like, exactly. especially That's... after they've already passed it like once right. over that's what a lot of these are going to be, to be honest. It's like they have to remember that these cards <laughs> exist and didn't change <laughs> and then go back and like make an effort to do so. So there's, I don't think there's a lot of people. And like if we can't it, like if we can't remember what the current state of the card is, like the vast majority of the player base isn't going to know and isn't going to be like clamoring for these uh, changes. But guys, all the Hearthstone devs all listen to our podcast and that's where they get all their wild opinions come on like we, we totally want them to nerf this right totally we told you that who do you mean listening to it's my own ego dude it's oh af okay after that tweet and then them actually making wild balance patches my ego is just huge i can't mm -hmm. help it uh let's talk about aviana so aviana used Hold to be on. a nine oh <laughs> if we're gonna take credit for things not long ago i had a video with Sorcerer's Apprentice on the thumbnail, and the title was simply, please nerf this card. And so if anybody's going to take credit for this, I think it's me. I think we can both take credit, because I've been on a nerf Sorcerer's Apprentice tirade for like two years, and I'm surprised Corbin and I's friendship has lasted that. So, <laughs> or survived that rather, but I, we can both take ownership. I, I will gladly share the credit. We both can get huge egos together. So... Corp hates us. He absolutely does. It's okay. Let's talk about Aviana. Aviana used to be a 9-mana legendary that comboed with Kuhn. Refresh all your mana crystals. Everything costs 1 mana. Would you be okay with this going back to 9? I don't see any world where this goes back to 9, even though we have stuff like Celestial Alignment and Guff now. I was thinking the opposite. This is the one where I could actually see them like going back and... like This is the only this is one of the only likely ones on the list i think just because it's such an iconic card that i could actually see them going back and saying well let's let's actually change it um i don't know if it would replace um alignment things but like people were messing around with aviana kun combos just as a result of being able to go to 11 mana with um uh with guff now so it kind of replicating that uh <laughs> that's easy combo without the uh the innervate or lightning bloom um so maybe at nine mana it becomes more playable just because of the like um the old psych melon nonsense but this is I, I think it would probably be fine and i i could definitely see them like because it's such an iconic card with an iconic combo i could see them maybe considering uh, a change to it i would be surprised they did it but i think it's the most likely 
Like, I don't think this will happen. But Yeah, I don't think there's any way that it happens. Especially with Guff as a card now. Like, Psych Melon into combo into guff and it's, then like... it's very cool like it's very cool to i guff want stuff. it to happen what do you I mean, mean it's yeah. cool what ew no i hated i hated that deck uh the alignment or not the alignment the uh well the the stars alignment. ak the ak 47 i yeah. don't call it that <laughs> like as somebody who hates the term cringe that's like the most cringe name that has ever existed for a deck like oh my god <laughs> it's it, it's like somebody in middle school came up with that name and then um uh, that and Bro, i've been playing this new game i've been playing my ak-47 deck what it's so good oh yeah. my god <laughs> I hate you all. Anyways, let's move on to uh to quarter creeper. Should we even entertain the conversation of this coming back to being a no, zero mana no. five five? Don't no. be ridiculous. No, right. come on. Let's talk about open the way gate. Uh should we no, make parrot mage also don't deck? be ridiculous? <laughs> we just talked about parrot mage the other day. Like no Actually if they nerf apprentice. No. Let's well, talk about Tortolan no. Pilgrim. Should we make what? Turtle Mage a thing again? uh yes but i don't think they will <laughs> like I, I kind of enjoyed turtle mage um i but like i mean really we're talking about eight mana and wild right now so like sure do whatever you want with this card i don't care they're not going to though just because it was so so much despised i just want it so that i can replay a bunch of um like yog boxes and runes like i want it for what the card was initially aimed at not for like the perpetual bouncing so or i only want to perpetually bounce it so i can get more yog boxes but yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i don't i i can't see them changing this just because of how visceral the response was to losing to this yeah but at the same time like you can get like 16 straight turns with a parrot mage is that really that much different right, especially once we buff waygate again yep totally <laughs> Um, yep. Alright, let's talk about a Paladin card here. Uh, we're, we're just not going to entertain the up in the way getting Pilgrims anymore. We're just going to move on. Let's talk Damn about it. Paladin. Let's talk about Level Up. This was the 5 mana... It used to be a 5 mana spell in Paladin that would buff all your recruits, plus 2, plus 2, and give them taunt. It was Quartermaster number 3 and number 4 for Odd Paladin. I don't think I've seen an Odd Paladin in months. Is Level Up the buff that they need to, to make a comeback? Is this is this how we get Reaver Ryan back to playing Odd Paladin instead of Pirate Warrior? No. Um, I mean, the a lack of Level Up is not the thing that's keeping Pirate Warrior out of the metagame right now. Pirate Warrior is a very good deck, actually, when this decision was on the table, and it didn't need the card, and that's, I think, why they overlooked it. And, like, giving them this card isn't going to change much and I, so i would be fine with it but i don't think that it's likely to happen nor is it the thing that like makes the deck good yep i don't think they'll do it but it's kind of funny just going through these cards these you know <laughs> these once nerfed cards that were so oppressive and all of a sudden that's like people don't even know these exist anymore um level up was i can't even remember like why or when this exactly got nerfed like like what pushed it over the edge but i believe dude paladin like odd paladin was a deck in standard it didn't have quarter yeah. this, this was their quartermaster in standard and it was a was... very very strong deck in standard if i remember right this is because of odd paladin standard right yeah. and then dude right. paladin became a thing after that right yes like, this is, yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah it's, it's kind of coming back um 
Yeah, I don't think they'll do it. I think it actually would make a quite a big difference, to be honest. I think that would actually be a huge buff. I mean, Odd Paladin, when you don't draw your Quartermasters, is not a very powerful deck. And so giving two additional copies of Quartermaster, I think, would be a huge buff for that deck. Especially if, hypothetically, these top-tier decks are getting toned down in 10 days, right? Like, I... I think it would actually be kind of scary. Honestly, though, when Odd Paladin's one of the best decks in the format and you're having to actually care for board, I, I don't know if that's the worst thing in the world in our in our format, but I would also just kind of be scared. Like, it would be something... Odd Paladin would come back to being a good deck and then they have traditionally strayed away from buffing already good decks when they do these reverts, so I would be surprised if they ended up doing it. All right, let's talk about Giggles, Giggling Inventor. Used to be a 5-mana 2-1 that summoned two Anoyatrons that you would just end up bouncing over and over again and play a crap ton of Anoyatrons as a control deck. It got nerfed from 5-mana to 7, a very vicious nerf because they didn't want to give Evenlock access to Giggling Inventor at the time, uh, was, I believe, their big reasoning there. Evenlock and, like, even Paladin. Uh, last year or two years ago, I don't even remember when this happened, but it got partially reverted from 7 mana to 6. Still sees no play in our format. Do you think it would see play at 5? And if so, should they revert it? It, it might, but I like, I don't know. They they already made the change that I think that they're happy with. And I think that like this is probably, the, on this list, this is the least likely to get changed just because they've already uh, made that change. Um, maybe Corridor Creeper is actually the least likely, but mm-hmm. like this is definitely up there in terms of like I, I, this wasn't a well liked card when it was <laughs> when it was good. I don't think they're going to um, make it good again. I'd kind of like to see Gills go to five at this point. I'd, I'd like to see that. I, I don't think it's like the least likely thing. Um, I, I think just based on like I don't know. They've already they've already changed this card a lot of times, and like it. They already brought it back down to um, mm. six mana. I just like I don't know. I don't see it being changed once again. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I was just thinking about it, just how useless it is and how much of a big deal the five mana giggling was. But uh, I hear what you're saying. But probably not very likely anyway. But I, I, I'd like it if they had a if they did do it. I think um, just like a very very strong defensive card, which again. I'm generally like much more in favor of last time we were kind of talking about giggling it was much more of a potential concern in the more aggressive decks like those worlds where you could picture things like oddberg or just whatever just like generic aggro decks kind of looking at it that world is gone like that does not even remotely exist anymore like there's no world where you actually play a five mana giggles so it's kind of out the window so it's mostly just like things like reno lock and wouldn't be that bad to give it stuff like that but yeah like you said they're probably not very likely to do it Alright, let's talk about three cards to wrap up the show here that I think are very unlikely candidates. Uh, let's start with Barnes. No. No. Your boy Barnes. Used to be four mana. No. Okay. No. Let's talk about Luna's Pocket Galaxy. It was originally no. seven. It got buffed to five. It was no. busted in... No. No. Come on. A Pocket Galaxy? You gotta, you gotta give me some conversation on this one. Come on. No. Absolutely. <laughs> It was busted in Wild when it was at 5 mana. There's absolutely no way they're doing but that. But Rena Mage is in the deck right now because, I mean, that's more of a meta thing. Because why, man? Yeah. Like, because why? You think it's LPG's fault? Like, LPG <laughs> right. has been. LPG's managed to see, like, has become the build of Rena Mage. 
over the past basically a year and a half. And, uh, I mean, it's been good. Like, uh, Rainbow Mage has been a good deck. Like, is this the kindest meta for Rainbow Mage? No, but it's not the kindest meta for any Rainbow deck. Like, that's not LPG's fault. Right, yeah. It's, um, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine where it is. Like, it's cool. No, absolutely not. I, I know. It should not be five mana. I just... I, I needed one card to... to Have a... To more than a no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. And the last but not least, uh, Dark Pact. So Dark Pact, I believe, on release, was a one mana, destroy a friendly minion, gain eight life. You would use Ugh. it to pop void colors. You'd use it in, like, combo decks as pop it on your one drop and gain eight life so that you don't die to the aggro deck as a combo deck. Right now, I believe it restores four? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the new card does. Yeah. It's four. I, yeah. And this is the re- this is this is the example of why I thought when uh touch of the Nathrism got nerfed it was gonna get nerfed a lot harder. Because yeah. like this, it. The, this halved <laughs> it and I thought it was like, well, four to two is that's a smaller distance. That makes that's a halving. So like that makes sense as a change, but they I was wrong. Um so the this is you know, evidence of like a very clearly different design philosophy with the team um when it comes to to nerfing cards um but i don't i don't think dark pack's coming back and i don't think it matters if it comes back anyway like you've well, got plague of flames which well, would you run it in something like mechathene though like it's it's a one mana heal aid in mechathene one mana heal aid, yeah one mana heal aid, it's a lot of healing like it's a lot that i i i guess but is that deck like need healing right now it, it's got a lot of healing already if odd hunter sticks around you need all the healing you can get true so. okay yeah, it's but it's like it's a card that doesn't draw a card. <laughs> God, you could have even or, played this in old dark layer. That would have been great. Just uh, going down, getting those zero mana Moltons, and then double dark packing up to twenty six. Yeah, you know <laughs> when Corp starts talking about cards in dark layer warlock, it makes me really not want them <laughs> to get reverted because that makes me realize how busted it, it used to be. If it can make it into old dark layer, like I am, I'm good. Also, yeah, it's also a shadow spell for uh, Tamsin, so you could get four copies of it potentially so maybe we know in dark lair you say let's uh let's not change it Uh, because in dark lair in particular there are some situations where you have a bunch of trash on board that you need to like remove so that you can play stuff so yeah i could definitely see that being a problem eventually it will be changed but eventually the warlock quest line is going to rotate to wild so probably Mm -hmm. don't need to give that deck any more tools either when it does rotate yeah, this what in the fatigue version would have been just bonkers. Yeah, that's no exactly what I was thinking. No thanks, no thanks. It's okay, guys. When they when they revert that card, it'll be nerfed into oblivion and unplayable, right? Um, it just it just won't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, that's that's that was... that's not hopium. That's just pure kill copium right there. Yeah, I mean that's why we had to touch on these cards, right? That were wild specific. Um, I I, I actually think there's a lot more potential here than. The two that we talked about today in Darkmoon Fair and, and the core set. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know, Ruffle, you said that you would be very surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a couple cards from this list uh, get reverted. Especially given that we've seen them do this already once before. Do we do we have any examples of that? Because I, I don't remember it ever happening. I thought it was I mean, just Raza, right? It was like the big one. This was a wild-specific card that had been in wild for a year and a half, two years, and then they got reverted. It's like the big one. Yeah, that's I think, uh, I think Bone Bone Mare as well was mm-hmm. one that they they let rot and Spellstone. Like, there's a few that they did at that time. Yeah, but, then, but that, those yeah. those were before like the big. Yeah, that was before change, the right. That was before the, the rotation balance changes, yeah. and so the, those just happened kind of incidentally. Um, while like 
they had nothing to do with those cards rotating and they have like a different system in place now and so i think that mm. because these just kind of missed their chance when they had the chance I, I very well could be wrong but i think like having the expectation of any of these getting changed is just kind of uh setting yourself up for disappointment we always do that we're wild players oh, come on <laughs> i don't <laughs> sorry i had to go there once this i had to go there once this episode okay i'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think that'll wrap it up, at least card discussion-wise. I, I really enjoyed kind of going down like these, these all these expansions the last two episodes. And honestly, mm-hmm. kind of going down memory lane a little bit. of like, wow, these cards used to be that. like, And imagining what could have been if they stayed unnerfed in Wild. Uh, I don't know, did you guys enjoy these last two episodes? Uh, yeah, it was kind of a nice trip down memory lane, seeing or remembering... Ooh. The way some of these cards were initially printed and uh and um uh, maybe giving me a little bit of hope for being able to play them again because a lot of you know we've talked about this a lot but a lot of these weren't ever i mean that broken in in wild because the the speed of the format is much different so i i don't know it'll we last time we had a rotation we had a huge influx of what felt like new toys to play with and even before the expansion came out so it'd be it, it would be nice to get that again yeah, like, Rotation is the big wild event, right? Like, it's sort of just the big thing that we get each each year is all these old cards kind of rotating through. So it's kind of nice to just have all this to look forward to and kind of go over what we expect will happen. Um, very exciting. And, yeah, I mean, it'll be super interesting because, again, they haven't really been doing this for very long, like these wild uh, specific rotation changes, these reverts. And mm-hmm. so we'll kind of get a feel of, like, where they're at and whether they're going to continue doing it the way they've always done it, or hey, maybe we do see things like Aviana, um, and and things like that change. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I hope everybody listening uh, enjoyed these two episodes as well. There were a ton of fun to record, and of course, as always, let us know down in the comments whether you agree or disagree, or let us know in the Discord whether you agree or disagree with a lot of our takes because I know some of them were were pretty hot. And uh, and yeah, that's going to kind of wrap up our, our two episode little special here. Uh, next week, we'll be back to our normal content, talking about the uh, the balance patch that's been announced, because by then we'll have gotten the patch notes, and we will be lamenting Sorcerer's Apprentice and celebrating other bands and nerves, hopefully, and I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. We'll talk about all of that well, once we get the announcement. And Meowth, we, we also have a Wild Vicious Syndicate report coming out. Oh, that's on true, the yeah, we should 20, On that, the huh? 23rd. Yeah, yeah, on the 23rd, so next Sunday um it does suck that it'll be right before the balance changes but it's just the way it is right if they're making changes every like three or four weeks there's not really that much of a window to kind of get a wild report out but we have one coming out next weekend um so yeah make sure you guys keep an eye out for that That's it'll be a nice little well. good i'm like <laughs> yeah sorry ruffle drop the bombshell on you here yeah yeah it'll it'll be a nice little kind of recap of the meta that was right more than anything because we're i think Hopefully. it'll be dropping on the 23rd and we'll get a balance in two days yeah. hopefully like, hopefully was man <laughs> yeah hopefully we're talking past tense here like we don't have any confirmation of changes yet let's like we, we've all but confirmed one card that that very well could that be, might be the it. lone that could be the lone wild yeah. change or so no dude i'm i'm doped up on this hopium okay we're getting I know. massive balance patch you and right. me both but like i'm, I'm like it's gonna happen. i still it's gonna need happen. that confirmation before i'm before i'm fully committed true that all right 
hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you guys again next week to talk about this potential balance patch that's happening outside of Discourses Apprentice. Uh, before we head out, Raffle and Corp, thanks again for joining me. Let the people know where they can find you. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RaffleHS and at Raffle on Twitch and YouTube. And you guys can find me streaming Sorcerer's Apprentice appreciation content all week at Corbett Games on Twitch. And you can also find me on Twitter and all those other platforms at Corbett Games. Yep. And you guys can find me at GetMeOuth on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube as well. Appreciate all of you guys listening all the way to the end. And we will see you guys again next time. Later.